as many throughout the world mourn the loss of Queen Elizabeth II, one of the greatest figures of our current day, I feel an urgency to point back to a prophetic insight the Lord gave me in August 2019 concerning the Queen's passing. It's a prophetic promise and a warning. I offer this in a spirit of humility and compassion, knowing that some may not want to hear it, but others desperately need to hear it. I've held my peace through the initial shock of the loss, but now I feel it's time to share. This is Jennifer LeClaire, and this is Praying the News. On today's broadcast, we'll look at a series of prophetic words I released while building and planting prayer ministries and establishing prophetic schools in the United Kingdom and beyond. Ultimately, listen, ultimately, I'm urging intercessors to rise up in this hour and pray without ceasing. For more than a year, I traveled for extended periods of time through Europe, particularly the United Kingdom. I was planting and praying. We planted an awakening house of prayer right outside Windsor Castle in 2019. I had the opportunity to share a prophetic word with Queen Elizabeth, and the Holy Spirit opened up plenty of revelation through our prayer meetings there. For example, once I had a vision of a crown spinning around and around and around. I heard the Lord say, pray for Queen Elizabeth to have boldness. She will need to make a bold move. One more bold move. You can find this article at 365prophetic.com. I had no idea what it meant at the time. And, you know, since this prophetic insight came during the Brexit debates, I pondered if it had any connection, but I didn't know. That's all the Lord said. Now, on January 13, 2022, thelist.com reported Queen Elizabeth makes a bold move ahead of Prince Andrew's trial. It's like picture perfect. It fits right together. Andrew faced a civil trial and the queen seemed to stand with him until she finally took away his military titles and charities, which means he'll no longer use his royal highness in any official capacity. And given her relationship with her son, this was difficult to do and a bold move indeed. Now the promise and the warning. I forgot about this word, the word I'm about to share, until the queen passed and several people actually asked me if I had any insight into what to expect now. That's when I remembered. I had a prophetic vision of Big Ben hanging at the 11th hour back in 2019. I won't share the whole vision here, but you can also find that at 365prophetic.com. Toward the end of that article, the Holy Spirit began giving me insight into the Queen's transition to glory. And I wrote these words. Listen. Great Britain hangs in transition on additional fronts, namely the monarchy. When Her Majesty eventually goes on to glory, the nation will plunge into grief, but her life will be a seed of revival in Great Britain. Intercessors beware. During the grieving period, while weeping indoors, the enemy will coordinate a strike against the nation. The spirit of division will work to break up the United Kingdom, and an opportunity will arise for the new king to become a defender of the faith like his predecessor. That spirit is roaming about like a roaring lion even now. I continue to write, Keep in mind Big Ben is famous worldwide for its accuracy. Prophetically speaking, it's no coincidence the clock has stopped. God is giving the United Kingdom time. 
Intercessors, the enemy wants to destroy the unity, but as we stand in the gap, we will see a stronger united kingdom, a new awakening in the church, and a revival that brings in a great harvest. Keep praying. I remember that was back in 2019 when Big Ben was under construction, under repairs. The Lord sees everything before it happens. Nothing takes him by surprise. And I want to encourage us. I want to encourage us to stand on these words, these promises, and these warnings. Now, just this weekend at our home base in Awakening House of Prayer, Fort Lauderdale, I began to pray for the nation uh, and for the nations affected, for the people affected over the Queen's loss and for King Charles. And out of that prayer time came additional prophetic insight. Lord, we just lift up the United Kingdom on tonight. Having suffered the loss of the queen, their queen of 70 years, the grief rippling through the nations. And we lift up all those who are grieving tonight over the loss of an icon the loss of one who walked through world wars, pandemics, terrorist attacks, good times and bad, and served as a bellwether for a nation. We lift up the royal family in their time of deep grief. We lift up King Charles III. Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus to comfort these nations. Comfort Great Britain. Comfort them. And Lord, protect the nations in this time of transition. For we know the enemy loves to strike in times of transition and in times of grief. So I plead the blood of Jesus over the United Kingdom. God, I ask you, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you, Captain of the hosts, to send angels to surround the nations that make up the United Kingdom. Or send your warring angels to stand on their posts in these nations to war, to fight in the second heavens against principalities and powers that would try to take advantage of the situation, to take advantage of the grief, to take advantage of the shock, to take advantage of the end of an era transitioning into a new era. Lord, we ask you to protect these nations at such a time as this. And we just lift up the king. God save the king. We lift up King Charles III. We lift him up, God, and we ask you to preserve his life. We break and bind every assignment against his life in the name of Jesus. We ask you to protect him. We ask you to put your words in his mouth with every speech he makes to a nation that is grieving. We ask you, Lord, to raise him up as a defender of the faith like unto his mother in the name of Jesus. And the Lord would say tonight that Charles is positioning himself as the people's king. But there will be tribulation during his reign, says the Lord. 
So he will have to stand strong as did his mother to be a face of stability, a voice of stability in turbulent times, says the Lord. Pray for him and pray for the House of Commons, the House of Lords. Pray for the government in the United Kingdom, says the Lord, as they transition with new leadership at the same time as the nation transitions the monarchy. For I have called these nations united as one kingdom to be a voice in the nations of freedom, of innovation, And diversity, says the Lord. But many will come and pick and pick and pick and look for the weaknesses and look to bring division, says the Lord. But I have not called the United Kingdom to be divided in this hour. So do not stand by and watch. Do not be enamored by the tabloids and the news media and the drama and the gossip that is to come in the days ahead, for it will surely come, says the Lord. But be enamored with me and listen to my heart. Listen to my voice, says the Lord. And I'm calling the intercessors in the United Kingdom to band together, to join forces, to lay down political preferences, says the Lord. I am calling you to lay aside your personal preferences, says the Lord. And I'm calling you to unite in prayer, to stand for these nations, to stand for unity. For where there is unity, I shall command a blessing, says the Lord. And I am not done with the United Kingdom. I am not finished with these nations, says the Lord. I have a plan. I have a purpose for these sheep nations says the Lord so we lift up these nations Lord and we come against every spirit of division that would try to creep in unaware when the nation is distracted by grief and pain we break the assignment of division in the name of Jesus and we say Lord let your will be done although the king is known as the sovereign you are the king You are the king. Your name is not Charles, it's Jehovah. You are the king. You are the sovereign. You are sovereign over all. So Lord, let your will be done in the royal family. Let your will be done in England. Let your will be done in Scotland. Let your will be done in Ireland. Let your will be done in Wales. Let your kingdom come. Your kingdom descend. Your rulership, your lordship. Lord, let the gospel run swiftly throughout the United Kingdom. The many nations that have been touched through the ages, even those that have left the empire. Lord, we lift up Canada tonight, South Africa. Australia, we lift up these nations. The nations are but a drop in the bucket to you, but you're watching over nations. Help us to climb up in our watchtower and see what you would say to us. To watch over the nations. To watch over our city. Lord, let a watchman anointing come upon us. For the times we're in, for the end times. Help us, Lord. Lord, 
to see the enemy's agenda. Help us, Lord, to stay three steps ahead of the wicked one. Help us, Lord, to be part of the solution. Help us, Lord, to do your will. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Watchmen on the wall, we need to keep watching. Intercessors, we need to keep praying. Prayer warriors, we need to keep fighting. We need to pray for an awakening in England, Ireland, Wales, Scotland, and beyond. We need to agree with the prophetic words the Lord has spoken in prayer and wage war with them according to 1 Timothy 1.18. Like Paul the Apostle wrote, there is a wide door of opportunity in the United Kingdom and with it many adversaries. Remember, every great revival started with two or three people praying. What if your prayer meeting was historic? What if your next prayer meeting shifted things? What if your next prayer tipped over the bowls of heaven and we saw a great awakening? It could happen. We have many houses of prayer and prayer hubs in the United Kingdom, guys, all over the world, 50 nations. If you want to stand with me, to pray for souls, awakening, revival, and in the nations, visit awakeningprayerhubs.com. Be a prayer solutionist. Join the movement.